Hello guys, welcome to Tech Talks. I am excited to have our first guest on our platform for our family edition, for um, getting to um, know individuals in the community who can actually give back by just giving knowledge um, from their ordinary lives and also who are experts in their own right. All right, so our first guest we have is Jamika Slade and her lovely daughter, Jordan. <laughs> and guys, we're just being transparent. This is our first, very first podcast. So we don't know what the outcome is gonna be, but we're hoping it is something that's going to um, enlighten your lives. So our first guest, she wears many hats. When I say she, I'm talking about Jamika. Um, Jamika, first and foremost, she is a mother. And she's a passionate mother. And she's a mother to her beautiful daughter, Jordan. <laughs> and her second hat she wears, she's also a two-year breast cancer survivor. Mm. And yes, woo! <laughs> and her third hat that she wears, she's also a business development manager for a major corporation in North Carolina. And her fourth hat, she's also an entrepreneur, a small business owner. Jamika is getting ready to hit her first year anniversary as a real estate agent at Keller Williams Realty of Greensboro, okay? And then the last hat, she's not really embracing it yet, but I am like gonna really <laughs> plop this on her head. She is also a philanthropist. Jamika is working on a few passion projects and if you follow her on social media, you don't even have to ask her about it. It's just natural. These are just things that she do. And she's probably just because she's a type A personality, she's not ready to put them out there, but I'm hoping to be able to bring her back to be able to talk about some of the great things that she is doing behind the scenes in the community. Okay, so um, hats off to Jamika. And then we also have her daughter who is also a part of our panel. Her name is Jordan. Jordan is a rising eighth grader and she's 13 years old. And Jordan also have many talents, but one we're gonna spotlight today, which I'm hoping she's gonna elaborate on more later in the show, is that she is a she has a passion for dancing and not just your ordinary dancing. And she's also an honor student, which I am very um, proud of and she get her genius from her mom. Uh, so, <laughs> so Jordan is, Jordan will also be joining us at the latter part and she'll also interject to kind of keep her mama straight, making sure she answers all the questions right. So um, let's welcome them to our show today. And we, again, we're excited to have them. And we're going to go ahead and dig in. And I'm just being transparent. I will look down some because I am making sure I cover myself with all the questions. Okay. You ready? We're ready. Yay. All right. So Jamika, tell me a little bit about, about yourself. And for example, I don't want you to give me like a corporate interview spiel, but if your friends, your very close friends were in a room, what are some things they would say about your personality? Oh, wow. Um, they would definitely describe me as determined. Um, definitely strong-willed. Um, caring, matter of fact, <laughs> and, and when it comes to business organized, 
I say when it comes to business, because sometimes I wish I could organize everything the way that I organize myself with regards to how I run my business, but you know, life happens. And those are some great attributes. And I know we're not going to talk too much about daytime Jamaica, but what are some things in terms of um, your work ethic in, in your corporate experience that have really prepared you to be who you are today? Um, I think just the, just, just being organized and training. I think the first thing that prepared me for the corporate experience was my college experience. So being a graduate of North Carolina A&T State University, um, and graduated from the School of Business in 2002. And I think that everything I learned at that awesome HBCU prepared me for my corporate experience. Um, I've been in my corporate role for a little over 16 years as a partner account manager, business development manager. I've held roles as a program manager um, in the um, IT field. And I think just uh, having served in that role for so long and having been on the sales side just prepares me for and prepares me for other things in other areas in my life. Very good. And I know um, people who are in your personal circle and even not just looking in, they know you're very passionate about your just your corporate experiences. But tell me what allowed you or motivated you to venture out to become an entrepreneur? So I have to be really honest with you. I, I didn't venture out and say I want to be an entrepreneur. What really motivated me, you discussed one of the hats that I do wear as a breast cancer survivor. Um, and I've always been passionate about real estate. I've owned a few homes personally in North Carolina, owned, um, bought and sold. And it was always an area that I was interested in. So um, after battling breast cancer, I decided I'm going to do everything I want to do in life. I'm going to do everything that I've ever been passionate about. I'm going to go to places I want to go and see the things I want to see and do the things I want to do. And one of them was real estate. Mm -hmm. So um, I made the decision to uh, take the course last summer and got my license. So I wouldn't say that I was venturing out and deciding to be an entrepreneur as much as I was stepping out and deciding that I wanted to do something that I'm passionate about. And it just so happened to be, um, you know, an industry that is made up of entrepreneurs. Very good. And since becoming an entrepreneur, um, what are some valuable lessons learned thus far? Like if you had a person who was either wanting to go into real estate or just entrepreneurship in general, what is one thing or maybe two things that you would give them some advice on? Easily time management. And I think that goes, I think that is transformative regardless of what industry you're in. Definitely time management. When you are um, working in my capacity, in, in, in the corporate capacity, and then also managing uh, real estate career, definitely time management and time blocking, making sure that you're allocating time you need and sacrifice. I mean, I could, you know, very easily do one thing and have more time to myself, but I do. I make sure that I allocate time on the weekends. I work on Fridays, on Saturdays, on Sundays. I work almost seven days a week. I definitely uh, make sure I take time for myself and that's important too. Um, but I think the biggest thing is just being organized and having, making sure that you allocate uh, the times you need to accomplish what you need throughout the day, uh, the week, the month, um, and even the year. So I do uh, short-term as well as long-term time management. 
are there any um, software apps that you would recommend or even um, uh, processes that you would recommend someone to use? So believe it or not, and I thought I had it here on my desk, I am still very old school. I still have a to-do list and I write, I check it off every night I go through and I'll transfer what I need to do for the next day. Of course, I use a CRM, a customer relationship management tool for um, real estate. And with my corporate job, we have all types of databases and tools that we use. But for time management, I use my calendars and my to-do list. Okay, very good. Uh, Jordan, anything that you want to add in terms of you feel like that's been helpful with your mom would stand on track? Um, not anything I can think of. Okay, that's all right. I didn't know if you guys do like a Google Calendar share or anything like that. We do. We do have a family calendar. Jordan has her own, her life is a schedule. <laughs> I kind of figured that. <laughs> so, but with hers, we, I have a very set schedule in terms of, uh, with her with dance, we have a set schedule for the year with the exception of competition and recital so i know what my mondays look like with regards to her my mondays tuesday wednesday Thursday, you know every day during the week and we do have a family shared calendar whenever something kind of deviates but we need to make sure that we are uh, keeping on track with the two of us okay and since we talked um a little bit about um real estate if you can think of any tips to give and it, it doesn't have to necessarily be a new buyer or a new seller but just in general in the current market what are some tips that you can give someone right now if they're out looking to buy or sell? I, I would just say, um, I get a lot of questions with regards to everything that's going on with COVID-19. People are asking, is the market still moving? Yes, it's very much still active for buyers as well as for sellers. So if anyone's interested, just understand the precautions that need to be taken right now as it relates to COVID. Um, make sure that you have a real estate agent. They're going to ensure that um, your needs are being taken care of. Uh, for, it's our fiduciary duty to make sure that we put our clients first and we're taking care of our clients. Um, and not just from a transactional standpoint, because real estate is not about sales. It's about the people and it's about servicing the person, the family. Um, so I would say just make sure that they have an understanding of what's going on in the current market, how that could potentially affect them and down to the logistics, make sure you're being safe, make sure that they have PPE protective gear, um, and that they're supplying that to you and that they're giving you the information you need to be safe. If you're going in and looking at houses, make sure they're taking advantage, advantage of the opportunity to do virtual tours. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, but that, that would be my advice. I don't know if it changes um regardless of the market but just make sure that you have a realtor who's taking care of your needs and we will leave in the description box um how jamika can be located and actually i'm being very rude jamika her um she's a realtor in the greensboro north carolina area but are you open to do real estate in surrounding counties or cities Absolutely. I practice here in the triad, but I can basically service anyone across the United States. So if you are interested in, um, I have relationships with people throughout the U.S. So if anyone's interested in purchasing or selling a house, I can help you uh, regardless of the area. Okay. And do you want to share your social media handles with us? Yes. Or so my Instagram, Jordan, what's my Instagram? Jamika Slade. No, it's Realtor Jamika. <laughs> yep. 
And we will include them, yes. Yeah, we'll play. And then you can follow me on Facebook, um, Jamika Slade Realtor. Pull that up and, and follow me there. I haven't been doing as much as I should on Twitter, but I'm working on that this week, so. Very good. <laughs> and one of the things that Jamika does that helps her stand out, she does live virtual tours of homes. Do you do that on a designated day or? No, believe it or not, I actually do it just based on my clients' needs. So whenever you see me walking through and, and doing the tours, I had appointments that were scheduled for my clients. So I just get there a few minutes early. Um, I do a lot of new construction. So a lot of the houses you're seeing are different builders around the triad area. Um, and I just get there a little early and give every, I figure as much as I enjoy going in and looking at the houses and the changes that have occurred, you know, maybe you've been in a house for 20, 30 years and you want to upgrade. Maybe you're thinking about remodeling or purchasing a new home. So as much as I enjoy it, I assume other people do. So I would just like to get out there and do videos and, and kind of show people around the triad what's going on with regards to new construction and ownership. Okay, and I have this huge smirk on my face because if you start tuning in, you're going to be addicted because her voice is so soothing and I'm hoping she'll do a podcast like for real estate, but um, her voice is very soothing and she does an extraordinary job with her virtual tools. So please check her out. Okay. Um, all right. So moving on and we'll, before we move on, do you have anything else you want to add in terms of, okay, very good. Uh, let's see. How do you, and you kind of touched on this already, how do you keep balance between work, life, and just leisure time? How do you, how do you handle it all? Um, and I, I guess time management is not something I've, I've thought a lot about because I've been doing it for so long that I just, you know, you just do it out of habit. I think when things come up, you just, you make time and you, you add it to the calendar. And, and even if it's not literally physically adding it to the calendar, you just start incorporating things into your schedule. You see where it fits. When Jordan first started dancing, she danced for 45 minutes a week. Now she dances for 16 hours a week. So you just... Jordan, you're tired. <laughs> you just figure out where, you know, where to do it. Not taking on too much. You know, I have learned that. Um, I have some really good mentors that are always advising me to make sure you're not taking on too much. Um, be very intentional about your commitments, what you can and can't commit to, um, and just, you know, finding that balance. Okay, very good. And you, you said another great nugget, you have a mentor. So that's also something great to have. Do you have a mentor in real estate and in, well, real estate and then along your corporate journey? Did you I have do. one as well? I do. I have both formal and informal mentors for both. Very good. Very good. I have life mentors. I think those are important too. You're a life coach. I think that's yeah. important too. You have to have that. Okay. And that keeps work-life balance. That keeps everything um, pulled together. So what are some personal triumphs that you are most proud of? Um, there have been a few, but I think the one I'm most proud of. Um, can I pick two? Yes, you may. Me too. In no particular order. Oh, okay. I have about three or four. Um, <laughs> actually, I'll pick three. Um, the first one was graduating from college. I'm the first, I'm first generation. So I'm the first person in my family to graduate from college. That is a huge accomplishment for me, something I was really proud of. Um, the other one was uh, becoming a mother. Um, it is hands down one of the best things I have ever done in my life. I enjoy it. I'm really enjoying the journey and, and spending my life with this little person beside me. Um, and then the third was 
battling breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think just having gone through that and um, having a lot put into perspective as far as life is concerned, that was that was a challenge that I'm very happy to have overcome. And this is kind of off um, script. So if you had to give one, give advice and one sentence around breast cancer, whether it's prevention or just educating yourself, what would you tell someone? Be your own advocate. You have to be your own advocate. If you have, um, very long story short, but my breast cancer, I found it a year before I was diagnosed and the doctors wouldn't listen. Uh, they kept telling me it was something else and come back in six months, told me that twice. Um, I'm glad that I finally found an advocate in um, Elmira Powell, who um, actually found my, my breast cancer, my, my physician's assistant. Um, but she finally listened to me and as a result sent me to a doctor that listened to me. But I would definitely advise be your own advocate. Don't let uh, the doctors, anyone in the medical field convince you that you don't have something. If you're fearful, fearful continue to ask questions, um, continue to dig, and definitely be your own advocate. And if you need someone to be an advocate for you, call me. <laughs> we will add that to your plate. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> Thank you for that. You want to add anything else? Or Jordan, do you want to chime in? Um, and you don't uh, have to. Okay. Thing I can think of. From okay. That. That's okay. She says, "Go ahead, speak up." No. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> if you could, oh, actually, we have one more. What has stretched your faith the most during the pandemic? So I don't know that. I don't know that any one thing has stretched my faith during the pandemic. I know that probably what has been more challenging and difficult for us is um, the lack of social activity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are used to our schedules and different things. I've been working from home since she was a year old, so for 12 years. So I was kind of used to, to that, but just not being able to see friends and not being able to go and hang out. And really, I mean, one of the hardest parts for me, I have two nephews that I absolutely adore. I call them my heart and not being able to hug and hold and kiss them that's probably been the most difficult for me. Mm -hmm. but I'm sure you guys do a lot of FaceTiming and we do a lot of FaceTiming we do a lot of front yard um you know family time and you know we're spending time together in that way but it's just really hard not to be able to physically you know hold and, and kiss on them well hopefully that will change soon when we move into phase three so, so yeah if you could turn back the time and talk to your 15 to 18 year old self, what would you tell her? <laughs> so um, for the listeners who don't know, I've been knowing Tanika since I was probably about seven years old. Five. Um, and what I would actually tell my 15 to 18 year old self is something that you told me. I have a letter that you wrote me <laughs> when I was in high school and it was, um, basically get your head on straight, get your act together, stay positive, stay focused, um, be encouraged, know that the you you see right now is not necessarily the you that you will have to be or the you that you will be in the years to come. Um, so I would definitely say that to my 15 to 18 year old, very hard headed, very stubborn self. <laughs> 
love it. And I want to see that letter. I want to see it. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love it. Okay. Jordan, you're up. You ready? All right, Jordan. So, of course, we already know you are a rising eighth grader. Congratulations. Woo, you made it. Yes, you made it. <laughs> um, tell me about yourself, whether it's your hobbies, your interests. Who is Jordan? Um, so, I like, I like, I love to dance. I dance 16 hours a week. It's basically all I've known to do since I was two. I do do some sports here and there, but it's usually because I'll be at school and we'll have events and coaches will be like, you need to try out for this team. And I'm like, oh, I, I think I want to go to dance. So I don't think I'm gonna really try out for the team because last year they said you need to try out for track. And then this year they told me try out for track and I never tried out for track because I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. But um, I love giving back and just helping people out. So. Okay, very good. And if you had to choose a sport, which one and not that you have to choose a sport at all but <laughs> since they're like coercing you into it which one do you think you will be more blended with dance um probably either volleyball or track because okay. i have i have played volleyball but usually i do it in the spring season mm-hmm. not so much year-round doing a aau team so i would probably pick volleyball I didn't know AAU had um, volleyball too. Yes. I'm just very competitive. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Jordan, tell me about your ballet training and journey. I know we hear that you practice 16 hours a week. That's a lot. Um, for most people who are not knowledgeable about dance, they may look in and judge and say that's a lot. So, tell me about your journey. So, about a year and a half, year and a half ago? Yeah, almost two years. I started Cachetti, which is one of the six major ballet exams and programs in the world. And what you basically do is you can you start off at grade one and you slowly go, you progress until you get to grade two, grade three, grade four, five, six, seven, and then you get diploma. And right now I'm at grade four. We don't really know when we're gonna take our exam because all this is going on. But last year I took two exams. I took grade one and grade two, you can't skip a grade. And then in October, we have like a weekend where we do Kachetti work either at my at the studio I'm at now or in Charlotte. And so then there I took my grade three exam and now I'm doing grade four. And it's not, it's kind of different from the others because the other grades and types of ballet are used for you to perform on stage and all big. When this style of ballet, it's more so in the classroom. So everything's kind of, you progress. So you can do the same stuff you did in grade one that you do in grade six. It's just at a harder and more difficult level. And tell her what grade seven is. So when you finish the so program. When you, when you finish grade seven and you get a diploma, when I'm done with this grade four, when I go into grade five, you're technically at a professional level. So it's a professional level of exams and ballet. You get to do more. Dif- it's not more difficult. It's just more complex work. And you do point work. And once you get your diploma, 
you've finished all the grades and what you can do, you can go back and learn how to teach the grades. So and it's, I'm sorry, so it's Cachetti for children or for adults? For both. For both of us. The okay. ones, so when I graduate, I will probably in grade seven or diploma, depending on how all this works out. And then what I could do is I could go to go to school and learn how to teach Kachetti. That's phenomenal. Very good. Now, and I'm sorry, what makes it difficult? I think what makes it difficult is more so you have to, it's not so much you can mess up here and there like you do on stage and just blend in with everyone else. You actually have to work harder to make sure you're also doing the right thing as everyone else. You have to make sure that your arms are angled at a certain corner or they're straight or bent just enough to look right to say if you had your parents sitting in the classroom that it still looks presentable. Okay. And then one more follow-up to Kachetti. I know that you practice for 16 hours roughly. Um, outside of your studio time, what else do you do to help you stay disciplined to get ready for the 16 hour time that you're gonna actually in studio practice? Um, I don't really know. Her diet. Oh, well. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I mean, she's a very healthy eater. Okay. Um, stretching. I stretch here and there. Yeah. Well, it's very, I mean, it's similar to like a sport. So realistically, it's a sport as well oh, yes. that you're training for. Okay. And this is not on the strip, but do you want to do, do you want to become a professional dancer, you think? Or is that something that you would explore? Um, I've, I've explored it before. It's just, my mom brought this to my attention and she said, <laughs> you can have all this talent and potential, but you don't want to be a struggling artist to where you can't use your talent and potential and then you lose it. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of something that I've always gone back and forth on. I think since fifth grade, I've known, okay, I want to dance for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So now. Okay. And maybe hopefully you can wear two hats and maybe embrace dance, embrace dance and also another profession as well at the same time and see what happens. So very proud of you. Uh, what has been one of your biggest challenges during COVID? My biggest challenge during COVID is not being able to see my friends because we'll, we'll like talk, we'll FaceTime, but it's kind of different to then see them in person because for dance, for example, we haven't really all talked. We kind of talked in our own little groups or talked to each other personally. We haven't really been able to see each other and interact the way we usually do. And then at school, I mean, I don't really talk to a whole lot of people outside of school because <laughs> I don't want a lot of people knowing my business and oh, all of my personal life. Right? <laughs> but I'll check out. She's I'll my check child. Out. <laughs> I just go there to learn. I really just go to school to learn. I just want to be people trying to talk about you and then I'm thinking that's just not me. It's not me. And then people want to talk about other people. Most people come to me with their problems. I'm thinking I don't want to be with I don't want I don't want to know your problems because people <laughs> That sounds like middle school. It sounds like middle school drama. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just Text some people and be like, are you good? Are you okay? And that's not it. And then recital. 
I think yeah, missing recital think, and, yeah, and competition this is, season. This is yeah. the first year since I was two that I've done a recital. We did Nutcracker, but it's for me the reason why I really like to dance is I like to perform. Like I really like to perform. I like to get on stage. I hate getting like having to makeup and stuff because it's just tiring. But I like getting up on stage and performing. And I think I, mean, I think it's just different from being in a classroom with your friends and running your dances over and over rather than being on stage because it's more so enjoying the moments of memory that you're creating with your friends. And in the classroom, we can always create memories. I mean, I could tell a joke and everybody would be laughing. But it's different than on stage. And I kind of missed that this year. I am happy we had to have, not, we got to have Nutcracker. I hope we get to have it this year because I don't know what I'm going to do. I go a whole year without performing. Yeah. Right. Next year, show I'm going to have to at the house and <laughs> just like, over to watch her dance. <laughs> right in the front yard. Um, actually, I'm glad you brought up your performances. If you could choose one performance, you don't have to go all the way back to then, too. But um, which performance would you choose that has just really um, been a great impact on your life? Okay, so there are three different ones, but it's over a span of six years. Okay. So I would say I would say something that has really taught me about that is you're not gonna always get what you have liked to got to get. So you might not always get what you plan to get or what people said you promised you could get. But it really taught me going on that you're not gonna get everything you want in life. And I think last year when I got sort of like holy role in Nutcracker. It was kind of like, oh, I really deserve this role rather than based off what people think of myself or my mom or what they think and want to think, but then give it to the child and kind of make them feel bad. So yeah. She has, she's gone after roles before that she was probably overqualified for and didn't get. And getting Nutcracker last year was just, getting her Demi solo was was pretty huge. Cause she's a hard worker and she's a, a dedicated dancer and she had earned a lot in the past and it was good to finally see that come to fruition for her. So, yeah. Well, I hope to get to see you perform next year. Um, I think that'll be the perfect time, so. Hope to see you, especially if you're in the Charlotte area doing any performances. Uh, let's see. Tell me, you guys ready to talk about the garden project? How do you guys, actually, we have one more. How do you like to spend time together? Just mom and daughter. Um, sometimes we'll try to watch a movie, and then other times, more times, I like. We'll, um, we'll go travel with family and friends. Last year we went to San Francisco and then a couple of times for spring break, we went to Myrtle Beach with my cousins, which was really fun. We like spending time with family. Um, we do like traveling. Uh, I think she covered it, watching movies. Sometimes cooking together, but I'm not. I'm not really a huge fan of cooking. She loves it. I mean, she's a great cook. She's been cooking since she was six, and she does most of the cooking. So, okay, and I'm gonna put you on the spot. You say you like watching movies together. What genre of movies? Um, Comedies. Comedy. No, hands down. Um, <laughs> anything Marvel. 
anything okay. Marvel. Yeah, we we like superheroes around I mean, here. What was like um, Twenty One Bridges? Was that like a drama? Twenty One Bridges. We like dramas. Yeah. Not all of them. We just started getting into scary movies a little bit. For years, <laughs> we would not. She would watch scary movies. I would watch scary movies. But we'll only watch them during the day. So we just started that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, watch, I'll watch them again at night. Like If we watched it one time during the day and I know what's going to happen, I'll watch it right. at night. If I know what's going to happen. <laughs> you got to premeditate. Okay. Uh, let's see. So you, so um, Jamika, I know that maybe it's been maybe two months ago. You posted this absolutely. Here's my word: extraordinary lesson. And I'm calling it a lesson. You had posted um, a project that you guys had worked on, and it was a garden project. Can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to actually um, do this project and really incorporate? some STEM components where um, Jordan, you know, she could learn from. Um, well, I've been gardening for years off and on for at least about the last 10 years. I don't have a garden every year, but I've probably had one more years than I haven't. Um, and so that wasn't anything new, but I've always done it by myself. Jordan will come out a little bit and I've done most of it lately by myself, but this was the first time that I incorporated her into the process and wanted her to understand kind of what goes into um, growing. You know, she sees the vegetables come in, but let me show you how it starts. And, um, you know, taught her how to build, you know, just with the four pieces of wood, how to build a, um, you know, a, a, a garden, a garden box. Um, we, are attempting to compost, haven't been doing the best job at that. Um, but it was really just, I think just because we had the time, a lot of time those are things that I'm kind of managing on my own, um, just because I love to garden and I love us having our own vegetables and hopefully here in the future on fruit, chipmunks to stop eating my strawberries. Um, but, um, but just wanting her to understand how important it is to know how to produce your own food. And typically I'm dealing with her being in school from, you know, nine to 3.45 and then dance right after and get home in the evenings and homework and going to bed. So, you know, one of the blessings of COVID-19 was, oh, we're here and I can teach you how to do some of this and I have your attention to do it. And uh, so that's kind of how she she got involved in the process. Just want her to make sure she has some life skills. Okay. So Jordan, what did you learn from the project? I'm putting you on blast. Sorry. <laughs> I've learned, I've learned. Was it beneficial? Yes. And then I've also learned like, um, how, well, also like we'll eat a fruit or a vegetable or something and then we'll like, take the seeds out. And then I know how to put them back into the ground and be able to plant them from taking them from the vegetable. Kind of learning that at the end of last year, so more so this year but I've learned that and then she tried hydroponics I didn't I didn't know what it was but then it was easy because this year before we left in science we did plants and stuff so it's kind of easy to tie it to what I learned in science but I didn't really know what it was so she kind of told me about that very good and the seed part I would have tossed those seeds Jordan so actually I just you just brought me back in where you are recycling and able to produce more from what you grew. So very proud, very proud. All right, Jordan, I have one more wild card for you. I'm putting you on the spot. 
Name something that you are very proud of um, about your mom that she's accomplished. You can you can think about it for a second. I think what I'm most proud of her accomplishing is probably breast cancer because at first she she told me like I I really didn't know what to say I didn't know what to do I was just like cancer okay I was in, I was in the fifth grade I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just seeing her come a long way, and I think also our family getting closer. I mean, breast cancer is never cancer is never anything good, but it also it brought some good to the family to where it did bring us closer in a way that I would never have thought we would be closer, mm-hmm. but it did bring us closer. Very good. You have to find the blessing and everything. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So we're coming to a conclusion of our interview, which was, here I go again, extraordinary. (laughs) Do you guys have anything in addition you want to um, talk about maybe that we didn't cover? Anything for you? No, just... Thank you for this opportunity. This has been a really, really great discussion. I enjoyed it. Look forward to doing it again on a different topic. (laughs) All right. So again, thank you guys. And we will include um, Jamaica's real estate information at the end. And then if we have any inquiries about the the, um, garden project, then maybe we could put a link for them to ask you. And um, in terms of the um, materials, who did you, was it very expensive to build or is there like a website they can go to to get information on building a garden box? All you need is four pieces of wood and four L brackets. That's it. <laughs> and <laughs> some wood screws and a drill. That's it. Um, if you want to line your garden, I do like to have an organic garden so I don't use the soil from the ground. I like to use organic garden soil. Um, then you buy some of that and you line it with whatever you want to line it with or there are different products that you can line it with I'm not going to say whatever you don't want to choke your plants out Um, but yeah it's a really really simple process really simple well thank you and I'll include that information as well and I hope you guys have a wonderful end of the day Um, but again thank you guys for being here Thank thank you thank you for having us you're welcome